Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. They've got an award-winning beer and a new one, and the new one is a fucking cracker as well. The future of new beers, the new one. What's that? Heaps Normal Lager. Lager. Yeah. They've they've got the Quiet XPA. Mm. Now they've got the Lager. Yeah. Get them in ya. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Midflight Brawl. Midair madness, passengers trading blows. Midair brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the shit? Where's the place that's actually talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And on Luke Heggie. And uh, you're going to ask how I am, but fucking you know, man, we've been next to each other in this place in Adelaide for a week. Yep, how good have out Um, of all the places I could have picked? We are we're getting a jump on this week's intro, yeah, uh, recording a bit early. Too much shit on, fucking busy, incredibly busy. So, by the time this comes out on Thursday, you're or next Thursday, you're you're taping at the metro, it's probably already been cancelled again, yeah, something swarm of bees or fucking. I'll be violent if that happens. (laughs) Going back to Sydney just to do that. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, had a few messages saying, oh, yeah, sure, it was the rain, you dickhead, you just didn't sell enough tickets, you fucking liar. Well, no, I was keen to do it. Yeah. And I had sold tickets, not that much of a loser. Yeah, and you must not know about Heggie and I. If you don't think we're accustomed to not selling enough tickets. Yeah. We've been in this game for a while. We've not sold tickets before. It's never stopped us. I do it all the time. I'll do it tonight. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow night and I'll freely admit it. Um, but anyway, shifting units over here. Going all right. Shows Ad- are all right. Adelaide Fringe has been good. Drinking all of their heavy beers. Yeah. Um, Soup-like beers. And Nick Cody, the broadcaster, getting recognised in public. Oh, yeah. What an absolute pre- pleasure. That must be one of the pleasures of... of uh, being in your position. It's I fucking constant, hate it. Constant recognition. Say if I'm recognised ten times, it's only two times people will know my name and what I do. The other times are like, where do I know you I from? Fucking know are you, you my fucking cousin's mate? Probably not. Did I have dinner with you? No, nah, I'll never say what it's from either. I always say I've just got brown hair and a red beard, mate. It's yeah. Popular combo. You try that. Lucky I was there just this morning to rectify that. Oh, yeah. You, you did not help. It was the lady at the front desk at the gym we've been going to here in Adelaide. She's like, where do I know you from? And Heggie's like, radio, heading out, ice cold cans of Coke. Um, He's a broadcaster. It's television's Nick Cody. <laughs> <laughs> it's media personality. 
<laughs> I think I did a bit much. She didn't really yeah. you said, believe me. You said media personality and I went, oh, fuck off. And she did not like <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck off was directed at Heggy. <laughs> he goes, coffee club. <laughs> it's probably coffee club. Yeah, coffee club ad. Oh, coffee club ad. Any buyback? No. Nah, just turn off mentions. Yeah, right. Good Easy. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to do that. Doesn't happen enough for me to warrant having to do that. I know. But whatever. Nicholas Jefferson must go Cody. I told you, man, in a pandemic, all rules are off. I got a I got a Nick J. Cody in. Oh, in you certainly media. did. You're in the Guardian. Mm. Funniest ten things I've seen on the internet. Yeah. Um it's a great article and there's some ripper videos in there. Yeah. Uh, and you, you snuck it in at the end. It's just got <laughs> – and it's on our Instagram page. I screenshotted it. Oh, yeah. Luke does a podcast called Mid-Flight Brawl with Nick J. Cody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Very good. You've you've been getting a few sneaky ones in. You actually try to catch uh, one of the producers, my radio station, Renee, absolute mm. legend because I've been – we're in Adelaide, so I've been at the studio in Adelaide and everyone else is in Melbourne. But they can print stuff for us from Melbourne and it pops out at the printer in Adelaide. Um, very, impress- very impressive range on their Bluetooth. No. <laughs> mine. If you've just got a basic knowledge of how networks operate, you'd, you'd okay. be fine. So right. it's not that difficult. But- and this is – I mean – you know, when fax machines came out, it blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Believe like me, how? if I, if I knew your that... Wi-Fi password, you'd just be getting big dicks popping out of your printer <laughs> all day long. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, when they when faxes came out, I go, nah, man, the, the cord's all curly and stuff. I put a piece of paper in here and, and another piece, no way, no fucking way that happens. Yeah. But it did. It did. Incredible. And that, well, they stitched me up actually, my own team earlier in the uh, week, they were Britney Spears has, um, you know, she fought very hard to get rid of the conservatorship that her parents had over her. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now she's showing everyone she's good to go by just constantly posting nudes on Instagram. And uh, the team was just printing them out at the printer at Triple M in Adelaide. I was at the Triple M near the Triple M studio. So I had to walk over to a printer where everyone else is waiting for their stuff. And I'm like, well, they're mine, Britney nudes. You know, they, did I tell you what they printed Man. today? No, it was what? Greg Norman on the beach. You know, oh, great! Right. Yeah, <laughs> and freedom means different things to different people, doesn't it? Like once you're freed of the shackles of mm. of oppression, do you just get nude? Is that what happens? I don't no. know. It's weird. My parents don't tell me what to do. I'm not doing nudes on the beach. Yeah, um, but you, we needed to print some stuff out for the live show in Adelaide. You sent it to me, and I sent it to the producer Renee. Said, "Do you mind if you print this out, Renee?" Mm. Is a vegan, and um, you wrote about three lines in to each document. Uh, or- Stop reading our shit, you sneaky little fucking vegan. <laughs> <laughs> and she never mentioned it. Yeah. So I sent her a message and said, "Fuck, you're actually." I've sent it to you. I sent it to her in Melbourne. She's printed it out for me on the Adelaide printer because I just couldn't get on the um, office Wi-Fi. And to her credit, very honest. I said, Renee, you've missed it because you didn't read it. She said, of course I wouldn't read it. It's your stuff. I said, well, have a read. Heggy's left you some messages. Yeah. You sneaky little fucking vegan. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> You're going to be the first by getting called into HR to a fucking office you don't work in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I don't even know her. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you bullied her by telling me that she's a vegan. So, <laughs> um, Makes you think. Yeah. Um, man, 
uh, stand-up shows next week, Golden Coast. Yep. Anyone who's there, I'm on Sunday. You're on Saturday, I believe. Yeah. I've had to head back early, which is why we've had to postpone the uh, Gold Coast show. We'll be back later in the year. Um, so I'm doing stand-up there Saturday. You're there Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the my- following week, stand-up shows in Canberra and a live show at Smith's yes. Alternative Bookstore. Yeah. Uh, a lot of plugs up top here. Yeah, sorry. Oh, well, well, while we're at it, in, yeah. in Melbourne on the 26th of March, 6 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe, the which home is where, of comedy in Melbourne. Yeah, Basement Comedy Club, if you've seen comedy there before, ripper spot. The best spot. There's a uh, show called Go Nuts for Kappa. Yeah, our mate Nick Kappa, very funny comedian, good bloke. He had a nut taken out, nut cancer the other month, and uh, it's reared its ugly head again. He's had to cancel all these upcoming comedy festivals. I've put... Get on uh, at Midflight Brawl. I'll, I'll put all the details on there. So if you're in Melbourne, go along. It's an awesome stand-up show, uh, raising money for him. And if you can't make it and you just want to help out, there's an option there where you can chuck in some shekels as well. Get around him. Get the fuck around Nick Kappa. Rip a bloke. Um, but, yeah, should we bloody get into this app? Because yeah. we only got halfway through. Oh, this, yeah, this is the second big. half of the live app. We've yeah. uh, milked it out to two weeks, give mm. ourselves a bit of a breather in this busy and silly season. Uh, well, it was too much. I, I didn't realise we were going to get so much into each wrestler. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Didn't even start the incident on last week's app. But uh, if anyone wants to complain because it was cut short or, you know, they think it's too mm. short, whatever, you can yeah. uh, get your fucking refunds if you want. <laughs> Ask Apple Podcasts or wherever you get them for a refund. You know what I'm actually going to do is while we're here because we've got two more nights at this hotel in Adelaide together, Mm -hmm. a little two-bedroom apartment for the boys, I'm going to show you some classic wrestling clips. I'm all right. No, you'll enjoy these. I'm not picking actual good stuff. It's stuff that you'll thoroughly enjoy. I've seen the one where he runs through a wall. Is that what you mean? Oh, no. Fuck, who is that? It know. was meant to be the new big thing. Ran through, ran through, missed the door or he something. Yes, the some shockmaster. Yeah, very good video that. Uh, no, not that. I'll show you some other classics. But let's get into the second half of the ep. Plane ride from hell, live from the Potts Point Hotel in Sydney. Doing it. Anyway, I've watched a, uh, as you have, I watched a variety of Ric Flair documentaries with yeah. uh, classic footage from events which all look eerily the same to me. Um, no, there's ones I think that Ric Flair has helped produce and then there's ones with the truth in them. <laughs> Quite different. Well, the fake tan is intense. I just realised we haven't gotten to the flight. Well, we'd, there's time. Is anyone in a hurry? Yeah. We'd, that'll be right. Um <laughs> It's a, like the fake tan. You talked about this before. It's the only place that blackface is still acceptable is in wrestling. I oh, know. Uh, Bodybuilding. Body, body and wrestling body sort of thing. I mean, especially when set against a shock of white hair. Like, mm. You see a Band-Aid. I saw a Band-Aid on Rick's forehead. And Band-Aids are supposed to be skin colour, which to me is racist anyway. But, like, it's... It looked white. It looked like it's an amazing thing to, th- thing to do. Um, so, had a buster. Um... These days, though, it's fine. He's red. Uh, Go to cameo.com slash Ric Flair and oh. there's There is footage. That <laughs> he gets... looks worse than he sounds. There's a tip. Oh. But he's still rocking the chains. Yeah. Got a lot of chains and the... Yeah. Oh, it's grim. Um, that song, though, the Ric Flair drip, he's in the video. Fucking awesome. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Convertible chains, all the everything you expect. Oldest guy um, in a hip hop video by fifty years. 
there's, there's, um, there's footage he gets around of him that's where he's just cut around interviews with a great man where he just chucks the word genius around quite liberally. <laughs> um, at one stage, the interviewer asks him a question in one that I saw and Rick cuts him off because he already knows the answer. No need to, no need to waste time with the whole question. Next. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reenact it if that's all right. Can you ask the question, when did you win your first uh, world title? When did you win your first... 1981, September 17. That's, that's how it went. He didn't, didn't even... Interviewer didn't yeah. even get to the end. When did you win your first? Fucking bang, straight in. A uh, few good quotes, though, from Rick, the uh, modern philosopher. Also, wins a stretch. When was it uh, written for you by uh, writers? Yeah. <laughs> to take home a belt. <laughs> um, a few good quotes from, from Rick himself. One is, I am your God. You want to believe in something, believe in me. Um, then he said, Ooh. another one is, I could do whatever I wanted. That's what he said. What he wanted to do was help people. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Rick. Soup kitchen working. Woo! <laughs> Rick said, I'm every woman's dream and every man's nightmare. <laughs> By man, he meant his son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, these obviously the kind of heads that women find irresistible are different to the ones that I've ever thought um, <laughs> they might think. Yeah. Um, I've had more world champions than you've had women. Sixteen. <laughs> my my shoes are worth more than your house. <laughs> and this, from a bit later on, Space Mountain may be the oldest ride in the park, but it has the longest line. Until it, cut, until it starts killing people. Um, all the women want to be with me, all the men want to be like me, standard. Speaking Got, about rides, this, this one has been an emotional rollercoaster, I'm going to be honest, everyone. It's going to go down before it comes up. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and by ride, I mean it's the giant drop. <laughs> Diamonds are forever and so is Ric Flair. So, <laughs> third person. Um, I hope my precious gems age better. Than Ric Flair. Oh. <laughs> yes, um, do it. Well, this is good. This is. We used to wrestle every night, 385 times a year. <laughs> and in a way, it's it's lucky he's beautiful because otherwise, all those women may discover he's not that clever. Um, true one-off, anyway, Rick. Except for when he flogged his nickname Nature Boy from mm. Buddy Rogers as a tribute. And the move, as as is often the case. And the move, the figure four leg lock. He just stole the whole thing. Oh, he took his whole everything off yeah. someone else. Brilliant. Um, people compiling their personality in adulthood's always bother me a bit. They just imitate someone because it's easier than working on yourself. Um, Rick, anyway, let's get to the... Rick has a reasonably uh, rich history with planes. Uh, Rick had already walked away from a plane crash in 1975. I say that, but not really. He, he broke his back. And... Um, <laughs> And, uh, and another wrestler. I love, I love air crash investigations. A black box in with it? woo on it. <laughs> um, another wrestler, Johnny Valentine, was paralysed in the same accident and the pilot was killed. Um, simple case of running out of fuel. Oh. Um, Is it one of those gallons leaders? That's happened before. Oh, yeah. True air crash investigation episode. Has got that it, happened? Got it wrong. 
Yeah, it was meant to be gallons. They saw the number and put the litres in instead of gallons. Oopsie-daisy. Oh, man, if I was a pilot, I'd watch the dude putting it in and go, keep going until it goes click, mate. I'm not fucking... <laughs> Don't... Um, so yeah, they, they ran out of fuel. Rick, Rick was told. I got this voucher from Woolies. I don't know, <laughs> mate. You get four cents off this. Keep going. Rick was told he'd never wrestle again. Then, but you can't keep a good man down. Um, planes featured quite a lot in Rick's nine lives and f- nine f- livers. Um, this is a story from Jim Corderas, a, uh, a referee who was also on the plane. And uh, coincidentally, the official presiding over the match when Owen Hart fell 75 feet to his death mm. in 1999, narrowly missing yeah, it was, Jim. It was meant to come down from a harness from the roof and the harness snapped and he just fell and landed in the ring and died. But people didn't know if that's... Because it's wrestling. Yeah. They don't know. Oh, I reckon I'd know. Like, <laughs> they're pretty tough, but no, One, one's, no one's... Two... <laughs> You need that arm to come up. He, um... <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Conrad is going to be busy this week. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Thanks, mate. Oh, he's got a pony. Hold on, has that gone smaller? <laughs> um... This, this I haven't, time honestly I... haven't had a pot since my great-grandpa snuck me one at his 50th wedding anniversary when I was six. Yeah. You look like Andre the Giant with like a <laughs> fucking little kid's beard. It's really cute. A um, bunch of wrestlers are on a plane and uh, it, was, it was another charter flight. And this is, oh. this is Jim saying it. He goes, we were heading to Australia, but this was an older aircraft and it had to stop and refuel. So as we were going over, we stopped in Alaska, refueled, spent the night. I don't know how that works. Like, is that a flat and, Earth map? That's the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, this dude's—he's got. <laughs> There's a, no part of America that going to Alaska first is better than coming to Australia. Maybe they went over the top, like and down past <laughs> Antarctica, yeah. Antarctica, and came back. I don't know. This guy owns an atlas, not a globe. Um, <laughs> and um, he said. He said, oh, then, coming down, there was a coastal city where we had to stop and refuel, but this was the dead of winter. So as we were coming down, the plane was shaking violently and doing all this crazy stuff. Everybody's strapped in and going, what the heck? And then the plane goes back up again, and we're like, what the heck? And they circled around. On the third attempt, they landed, but it was a Russian military airport. And everybody's looking at Ric Flair because he's the only guy on the plane that's been in a plane accident. Help us, Rick. Yeah. So they're looking to see him react. His experience didn't end up helping them at all. Um, they landed... set, set flaps to 25. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> they landed bumpily and the Russian army got on and told them to refuel and fuck off. Um, Not Ric Flair fans, obviously. Oh, f- Russians don't care. Um, this is after Rocky IV. They were a bit annoyed. Those, yeah, they're, they're still smarting over that, I reckon. The, uh, <laughs> the defeat of Ivan Drago has hit them really hard. Um, we ended up taking off in that blizzard, and thankfully, obviously, we made it. But my goodness, it was terrifying. It was horrible. But then again, we made it to Australia. 
and we were on the opposite side. We were in Perth and had to fly back over to North America as we were flying across Australia. We had to stop in Cairns because they had, they had engine trouble and had to repair the plane. It was horrible. So that's just a really poorly told story of what yeah. happened just cruising around the world. Imagine living through a plane crash plane. and then you have to go to Perth in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why didn't you take me, Lord? Um, Is this purgatory? No, nah, man, the shops are closed. It's Sunday. Oh. So um, anyway, we're finally... This, this flight, I was flight 666. The boys named it themselves. <laughs> uh, the lad. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Started Let's do it! Woo! The lads started acting like a bunch of boys whose teacher had to tend to an emergency except there was a fucking open bar. Um, all of them, every single one of them, they were battling demons at the time. As it's known in the business, when absolving yourself of being a fucking prick. Um, first thing. To be first. fair, they do take massive shots. I was on a show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival in 2014 called The Wrestling. Mm. It was at Melbourne Town Hall, 1,400 people, and they had wrestlers and comedians in this pro wrestling show. Like Ronnie Cheng played the bad guy. It's almost as if stand-up comedy's not hard enough. You've got to add all these other elements to it. I, d- I didn't I've have always... to get slammed. I signed up for it. Okay. But the fucking fault, we had to do all this training and uh, it was fucking hard to not neck yourself all the time mm. doing those falls. So they do get hurt. They do get hurt. We... <laughs> it's real to me, goddammit! No, that's an actual video. It's great. <laughs> uh, on this plane, first thing first, Hennig, who's he's Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Oh, Perfect. don't tell me. He's not going to live up to his name. Oh, no. Um, and Scott Hall. I can't remember his code name. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. They started running around with some shaving cream and tagging other people, just, just <laughs> described as goofy stuff. Um, JBL, the renowned backstage bully, he knocked out Michael Hayes after Hayes punched an open wound on JBL's head. That sounds fair to me. Punching an open wound? Mm. That is, that's cold-blooded. So he's, he's knocked him out. While Hayes was out, Sean, ex-Park, Waltman, chopped off Ch- Hayes' hair because mm. he was Cut frustrated. Cut off his ponytail. Yeah. Mm. Frustrated with the road agent. So and that's his... what he was known for. The bloke was known for his ponytail. Yeah. Ex-Park just got rid of it. Some fucking modern Samson, isn't it? Um... <laughs> Hayes, while, while Hayes was asleep, he, he almost pissed on Linda McMahon, who was some official. No, uh, Linda oh, no, McMahon's, she was a, she was, McMahon's wife. Yeah, right, gotcha. Um, she, was a, yeah. she went on to be the CEO. Of the oh, WWE. you've got a lot to learn, Heggy. <laughs> WWF employee went on mm. to be CEO of the WWE. And then, and they had to change it because of the fucking pandas. I know. Yeah. Well, no, they changed it immediately after this, actually. Yeah. But yeah, because of the pandas. Um, the pandas won. The pandas beat Stone Cold. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Linda went on to be a failed Republican Senate candidate a few times over. Uh, Brock Lesnar, 
and Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect, both from Minnesota, had a biff on the plane. Mr. Perfect had a um, he'd emptied a can of shaving cream onto Brock's head mm. while he was asleep, and then he slapped it with his hand. Oh, um, the wrong guy. Oh, he's he's the biggest one. Yeah, he's sleep. fucking huge. Fucking massive. Um, Mr. Hennig. Perfect, the streak's over. Yeah. You've made a mistake. Hennig challenged Lesnar to an amateur wrestle on the plane. And they've, they've broken some overhead bins and sort of armrests and shit, standard. Lesnar slammed Hennig into the emergency door. Um, and I oh know they don't open, but you never know. With them. Um, They're big boys, though. Then Dave Finley, Triple H, Triple H, and Paul no. Haymack... Hey man, sorry, uh, had to step in and separate them. Mm. Few of the lads are playing cards while this is going on. Uh, Kurt and Brock slammed the door right behind the game. They're like, oh, they put their seatbelts on and said, oh, I hope they don't land on this. Got a good hand. Um, pilot came Definitely out. Definitely poker. That's a poker crew, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. They're not playing. They're not. Yeah. They're not playing memory. No. <laughs> that many hits to the head. Wouldn't trust myself. You know who loved a bit of poker? The world oh. lost it. Quite a prominent proponent of poker just last night. Your mate. So, I assume that's who the four guests were. What's that? Just five people playing poker. Oh, yeah. Warnies. In a villa well, yeah. in Kosamui. Or trying to get the three eights. Mm. Warnie got them 23. Um, <laughs> the, the pilot came out and said, look, cut it out. And they didn't listen. Just a play fight. You remember that? I'm just going, oh, it's just a play fight. Don't worry about it. Sir. And again, you never want to knock the pilots, but I reckon between the second and third card of booze while the plane's still on the runway, mm. pilots should come out for a chat. Oh, that, yeah. But this is this is like Ric Flair and his cronies. No one said anything to him. No one ever said, don't do that, as was the case with RRP Shane Warren. No one ever said, Shane, bit much, mate. Don't do that. Never. Um, you can't have cigarettes here. There's, <laughs> it's never been said. He never knew those words. He didn't know about no smoking anywhere. Like he didn't know that it was a thing. Um, X Park Waltman, he said, look, they made a big deal of it, but it's impossible to open at that altitude. Nothing's impossible, Waltman. Um, X Park, he let said, us know about planes. Yeah. Uh, Aeronautical engineering. From X Park. Well, I, yeah, I thought this when I started skimming over the details of this public display of excess and wrestling in general. Two two things of very fucking little interest to me. I um, <laughs> I have to admit, I saw Waltman's name. I thought, oh yeah, at least he's a wrestler who's given himself a name like a nineteenth century American poet. Um, named himself after Walt Whitman. He's just got it wrong, you know. Oh, captain, my captain, sick. But, but alas, no, he's just another fuckwit. Um, the sport jet flight attendants, they copped it the worst, uh, obviously. Scott Hall, your mate, he's... Um, <laughs> Hold on. He, Bit of a stretch. He's the one you were saying earlier. He's, a, he's the loosest of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he licked flight attendant Heidi Doyle's face. Oh, fuck. And, and said he wanted to lick her expletive and asked F.A. Taron Capilano to expletive his expletive. <laughs> oh. I didn't put him in. That's, that's yeah. America. Only in America you get that level of mm. censorship and yet other stuff's fine. Um, he passed out 
after he'd ripped Heidi Doyle's shirt. She didn't serve anyone else, fair enough. By the way, same wrestlers in the almost plane crash. Oh, gosh darn it. Yeah. I want to say, what the heck? What the heck? What the heck? (laughs) Yeah. What the heck, Scott? (laughs) They got angry with Heidi for not serving them anymore. Um, She gave them three carts of booze. I know. (laughs) Give an inch. Um, (laughs) So, 16-time world champion Ric Flair... He's taken his clothes 16 off. 16-time <laughs> he's, uh, he's taken his clothes off and put a robe on with, uh, with nothing underneath. And the robe had jewels bedazzled so on it, obviously. I, sh- I assume he took off a robe and just put another robe on. <laughs> yeah. Put on his plain robe. <laughs> Here are um, your bedazzled pyjamas, Mr. Flair. I mean, when you've got a bedazzled robe... Like, if someone comes near me with a bedazzled robe, I'm not going to stay there. Like, surely... Just an unwritten rule that you should be allowed to just take it off and spin your tockley around like a helicopter for women. It just makes sense. Yeah. That's where the fun should end. Um, Then he's accosted the two sport jet flight attendants uh, and he's he's referred to his phallus as Little Nature. Nature boy, but Little Nature. And he's... He's forced the two flight attendants' hands. Sorry, everyone. He's, he's forced the two, two Why didn't flight he call it hands. Why didn't he call it Dick Flair? Oh, that'd be... <laughs> that would have got a good laugh and he would have never had to deal with any problems. Mm. Like if it was Dick Flair, everyone would go, yeah, I don't want to see Dick Flair. Fine. Rick Flair and Dick Flair. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's forced their hands onto his spam javelin. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this isn't fun. I know. Different time. You'll be interested to know, Nick. <laughs> Different time. These days... You can't just grab a woman's hand and put it on your crotch. Even if it's her hand, it's a much more sinister version of stop hitting yourself. Um, And it's... It's not on. Um, Let's do it! Woo! I don't think we can put this out, actually. It's it's gone... It's gone bad, isn't it? The live um, Brisbane one was me being maggot. This one's all you. You had four groans before I got one. <laughs> um, the familiar. You keep count, you lunatic. Yeah. It's all back here somewhere. Um, the familiarity they had with the FAs was a result of them in the past having having um, having them party with them sometimes on overseas trips. Party. That's a term that which Americans can interpret to mean nearly anything. Yeah. Party. Do you want a party? You know, parties sound good. They're balloons, or is this just mm. the bad stuff? Um, I'm going to put two light beers on your hat, and you have to drink them through a straw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a party. Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Gold Dust, the man who was in the end credited with stopping a sexual assault of an FA, good on him, uh, by another wrestler on the plane. He said to Capilano, this, he stopped one, but then he said, very common six-word serenade, he said, you and me are going to fuck. Um, Makes you think, doesn't it? Mm. Then he grabbed the tannoy and started actually serenading his ex-wife, Terry Runnels, who was on the plane with a tuneless song. Uh, she was a WWF employee, Terry... And it was Pledging My Love, the David Allen co-version. Um, not worth playing. Terrible. No. Um, 
That's what it took for the VP of wrestling, Jim Ross, to shut down the antics. It's like enough is enough. I've said it before, guys. I'll say it again. Sexual assault, fine. Boys will be boys, whatever. Singing in the PA to your ex-wife. <laughs> that's a hard no. Um, so it was a... From the... It was a um, seven-hour flight, but they'd already been on seven hours before the seven-hour flight started. So 14 hours on the plane. They landed and the plane was absolutely trashed. And um, they got up and they thought Scott... You know what Goldust was doing? What? Well, accused of doing, I believe. Goldust was... uh, He had dipped tobacco in. Oh, yeah. Using the back of the seat as a spittoon. Yeah, he did. Imagine trying to win your ex-missus back with a song and just having fucking tobacco teeth. I watched... uh, On one of the docos, I watched a reenactment of that. That's Oh, good gig for an actor. Yeah. Feel bad for the person that didn't get the role. <laughs> They've had to go for an audition. They've just fucked it right up. <laughs> they spat on the floor. You're out. Um, it's got to go on the back of the seat. Speaking of uh, auditions and acting roles, mm. this will be out on Thursday. Yep. Plenty of time for you to have experienced a few days of your most recent acting, mm-hmm. thespianism, treading the boards. Yep. Brilliant. You people won't have seen this, but you fucking will by Thursday. <laughs> it's out on Monday, isn't it? Yeah. It's in my diary. Our manager put this in my diary. <laughs> that his fucking ad is coming out on Monday. Jeffrey Thing Must Go yeah. in a brand new ad. <laughs> Keep an eye out for it. It's real special. I'm not going to say, but you'll know. Um, There's a club that serves coffee. <laughs> And I fucking, I love coffee. And I love a club. Mm. Who doesn't want to be a part of a club? Me, for one. Mm. I could think of nothing worse than being in a club. Yuck. The, um, the best thing ever, though, you did an ad for the Elder Scrolls PC game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paid the rent for one month. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, they all got up off the plane. The plane's just done, and they thought Scott Hall was dead. That's how mm. he was gone. There were syringes in the back of the seats as well. Yeah, yeah. That's People were shooting up whatever on a plane. Um, vitamin spitting S. in the huh? Vitamin S. Vi- I think. <laughs> um. He, he wasn't dead, though. He was just comatose. But they, they got him through customs in a wheelchair. Sick. Grant, Grant Hackett style. Yeah. <laughs> if you walk on and get wheelchaired off, that's a bad flight. Yeah, man. He, um, Michael Hayes woke up on landing and discovered he was minus a ponytail. And he's, oh, no. he's gone fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, vomit, blood, syringes in the seat pockets. Uh, the FAs, they got told to clean the plane. They said no. And they just walked off the job. Pretty good. That's rock and roll. Uh, the head of the whole thing, Vince McMahon, you swear he wasn't there the whole time. Well, he was up the front just showing he had, you know, he led the organisation by doing nothing. Uh, until in the aftermath, he told his lackey to fire a couple of blokes. Yeah. Go on. See you later. Scott go, Hall. Go sort out your demons. 
Scott uh, Hall was one of them, and he got to go to WCW, where he was just blind. What's WCW? Just another. That, that was another one. Yeah. I thought they made a conglomerate, and that was. Yeah, it. they did eventually. Yeah, but there was like a big battle oh, in the okay. nineties after this. Dustin Rhodes, he got fined for chewing snuff and using the seat pocket as a spittoon. Ric Flair, he got punished with... Hold on, can I guess? Is it this? Status arrested. Uh, quite oh. the opposite. He got nothing. Um, in, um, he was, in his words, he was a made man, so he got a pass. We all need a pass every now and then. Um, in 2004, Carolyn and Heidi, two years later, brought a lawsuit against Ric Flair for sexual assault. Uh, none of the other passengers saw anything. Nothing. Um, they all said it. Flair denied everything. But then the WWE paid a settlement out of court, so we'll never know exactly everything. The other lads pretty much blamed the women for taking money rather than oh, putting those geez. blokes in jail, which would definitely, definitely have not fucking happened. Um, never does. Of course, of course, you take the cash, not have to relive it and get attacked by the public for admonishing their heroes. Um, two days after the insurrection event in 2002, WWF changed its name to WWE. It's two mm. days after this plane ride. They've done that. The Pandas won. Uh, it's an impending lawsuit from the Pandas, who were clearly jealous that people prefer fake bashings to Pandas. Um, You'd back yourself in a lawsuit against pandas. They don't fuck. You just wait one more generation, you're good to go. (laughs) They're dying out because they won't root. (laughs) Um, Scott Hall, he he got sacked after this tour for his role in the plane antics. Must have been all the expletives. Mm. Um, Kurt Hennig died of his demons one year later. Um, Can I guess where? Florida? Mm. Rick, Rick Flair. It's the saddest, more chilly clip your, that's ever been played. <laughs> your hero, Rick Flair, never received any punishment. Rick has never been seen by his friends to assault any woman in front of them. Um, WWE put the whole thing down to a learning experience. So, what are you in his 40s? Huh? What are you in his 40s? I assume so. He looks about 100 now. <laughs> Probably Let's 50. do it! Woo! Yeah. So I just hope everyone's learned something today about uh, how to cover your tracks and just be a good dude and get <laughs> worshipped as a hero while doing whatever the fuck you want and not having to deal with the consequences. Pretty good. Basically, just get famous and then you don't have to fucking bother with the regular stuff that the rest of us have to do. Um, I'm pretty much done. Is that it. what we're ending on? I, I do love your, your lifetime movie lesson end to these things. Well, hey, we all learned something here today. Well, I, just, oh, I was going to end on flo- trying to flog off some merch. Oh, but, <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got our new T-shirts here. You see what <laughs> what a gear change. Afterwards, I tell you, I've got a lot of... There's a, there's a few size discrepancies turned up in, yep. the, in our box of shirts. Mm-hmm. I pulled out a 3XL. Could nearly not fit the shirt, let alone someone in the shirt through a doorway in my house. <laughs> it is fucking massive. Your I, kid, Heggy's kids are obsessed with the 3XL. Yeah. They both, both fit in one and then some and still down to the floor. <laughs> They're teenagers. Like, it's fucking huge. 
Anyway, best of luck if that's you. I don't want to... Let's do it! Woo! You're not here because there's stairs. <laughs> but it's... Well, we do have a variety of other sizes here. But just uh, make sure you check before you buy one because I've never seen something that size. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 